Hello and welcome to the Midweek War Stories. As your no sub crew goes on a little deep dive for the second shows for WCW and WWF, Thunder and SmackDown. We're still coming off the heels of uh, that sold out and what happened on Nitro for WCW. Coming off the heels of WCW disintegrating into itself. The chaos. And the less said about Nitro, the better. Oh, wow. Well, we're on the road to Rumble as it. We're going to mark out no sell for the Royal Rumble of the year 2000. And I just watched it today, so I'm fresh. Ooh, I can tell you every match. Nice. Um, I was planning on watching it yesterday, but I decided I shouldn't because of today's show. I don't want to do that whole, I mean, mark out no sell for things I've already watched. I was going to watch it, and then I didn't care. Checks out. So. In many ways, you're the new Ricky of the podcast. <laughs> Man, what a compliment. <laughs> Where did I get this gun? <laughs> Calm down, uh, Vince Hader. I swear uh, I don't have a gun. I'm your host, Joseph Alesso. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Cheerio, Pip Pip, and uh, God Save the Queen. Uh, the ch- 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 Chosen Savior, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the bigger the slap nut, the harder they fall. There it is. God damn it. Damn, got me, okay. So we're going to go to Wednesday night for Thunder. It was a doozy. We're January 19th, 1999, Evansville, Indiana. 1999, huh? Oh, shit, 2000. You know, it's been like, you know, a full year, me typing 99. It's it's like, you know, it's hard to know what year you're I mean, legit, I'm still not used to writing 2021. I forgot to watch it. I'd like look at my notes. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, did I watch this show?" You just looked at me like, "Yeah, we're doing Thunder." If not, you really are the Ricky of the podcast. <laughs> no, no, we're good. We good, fam. We're All good. right, Nine, uh, the year two thousand, Evansville, Indiana. Commentary, your lead commentary, Mike Tanay, Scott Hudson, and Tony Schiavone. Yeah, hey team. Let's start off with the uh, backstage. Is the uh, I'm going to call them the championship committee. We're uh, in a meeting to decide what what happened to the uh, heavyweight championship title since, once again, <laughs> hey, they don't know nothing. We, have no, thing, we have no champ. You think the pay-per-view was Sunday and you're just not having a meeting about Wednesday, so that's cool, <laughs> guys. Real, that's on brand for them. Real, real awesome. We're four days, <laughs> day four. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Man, they really could run America. Couldn't do any worse. <laughs> day four. Still deciding. Uh, uh, Limo shows up. First hundred days of WCW. No, day Jeez. four, we've made a decision. <laughs> We'll have Chinese food for lunch. Da, 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 da. Tomorrow. Da, da, da. Oh, no, no, no. What about the belt? Oh, we haven't even da. talked about that yet. What belt? <laughs> <laughs> Someone comes out, we made a what decision. Who was the champ? We talked yeah. about I thought Nick Patrick was the champ. That's who had the belt. <laughs> he held it last, right? Yeah. Thought that was settled. What? We got to do work? Fuck it. Uh, we, a limo shows up, and it's one NWO, uh, new commissioner Kevin Nash, and big swole Scott Steiner. Big clean Scott Steiner. Is there like, is there something that is not important that bugs you more than the fucking limo thing that they still do on every goddamn show for every company? Like, nothing. You, that's says, not your limo, motherfucker. This is rented. Nothing just, says someone important is showing up. Just be at the arena, fuck nuts. If unless it's a limo. Uh, my favorite now is my, the, my no. My favorite thing is the fact that they keep the limo there. So they can hoard the guys into it, back up forty feet, and then then the new limo. <laughs> my my favorite nowadays it's the uh, 
tackle Spear through the barrier. Oh, yeah. That's uh, another trope that's... So uh, they did that's it. in a match, though. This is just like motherfuckers showing up to work. They did it last night on Raw, and then somebody's like... They uh, Raw tweeted out, like, unbelievable, because it was like Strowman through Lashley. Yes. And like someone retreated going, you do it every week. <laughs> um, so you should really fix that barrier. So, like, so... <laughs> right? <laughs> or just not have one anymore. There's no fucking fans there. There it is. How awkward that would be though. There was no it barrier. Look, it would look. Really it would look weird. so weird. I'm. In fact, I don't think I could watch it. No. Be like, well, mm. we've been to events like that in real life. Yeah, yeah at yeah, least the fans are there as the barrier. No, there was just yeah. no yeah, barrier. Just with no like, fans. No barrier, but just all those LED screens. So you're saying Fifty Cent bought the entire first it's like ten co- rows? It's like <laughs> Cody's career without knee pads and elbow pads. Ugh, not good. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about our first match tonight. Let's not. As it's for the WCW Tag Team Championships, as it's David Flair and Crowbar versus the Mama Lukes, uh, Big Vito and Johnny the Bull. I like to call them those Mama Lukes. Hey, what does Mama Lukes stand for, guys? Well, Tony should know, right? Yeah, I was like, Tony, you're fucking Italian. And also, uh, four months in, we're having this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. That, I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, Disco joins commentary. Um, oh, goody. We're saved. Uh, Vito and Bull picking up Flair from the outside as Crowbar's just waiting in the inside of the ring to hit his moonsault. And then he does it, but damn near misses because they were too far out. Uh, Tony asks if Disco's warming up to the family, and Disco just keeps yelling, I have no choice, I have no choice. Uh, Crowbar gets thrown into David, and David hits Crowbar with a crowbar. Uh, Big Vito hits a DDT for the win. Disco yells, I'm the manager of the champions as your new tag team champions, the Mama Lukes. I mean, it's a step up. Not a very exciting step it's up. It's not a big step. But it's a it's, step up. It is a step. It's like <laughs> the steps in like living rooms you have like an elevated. It's the one of those steps. Right. You're mean, still in the same room. Uh, yeah. You're a little higher. The one that if you somehow forget or you're super drunk. That you fall. That you like break your bust your ass yeah. and your and ankle. It's like that kind of stuff. It's like ah, my ankle. It's like trying to get your grade point average up before you have to take summer school. Yep. Like you're no longer an F an average F student. You're now a very sketchy D minus. That's true. Um, Flair and Daphne make out after the match and they trip over Crowbar. Ha ha. Uh, commentary brings up that tonight we're going to find out what will ha- what has happened with the Cruiserweight Championship and the Heavyweight Championship. We also have some matches. Uh, Berlin versus The Wall. We're still on this feud? Yes, we are. And CCK versus DDP. Too many fucking initials. Yes. Uh, we see backstage Kevin Nash trying to get in the room with the uh, championship committee, but security won't let him enter. Then we see Kimberly and DDP arriving to the arena. Then we go to Mean Gene with the Mama Lukes, saying that this isn't a fluke that they won. They did it. Uh, they did it for the family. Disco shows up and tries to celebrate, but then they argue with him. I'm sorry, but <laughs> you shouldn't celebrate this title win. It's the equivalent of Duggan. Picking the TV title up out of the trash can. Yep. I mean, uh, I hate to disparage Crowbar because he's an actually talented trained wrestler, mm-hmm. but holy fuck, does that team suck? Uh, yeah. I um, I don't know that I would brag about this one on my resume if I was Big Johnny and Vito the Bull or whatever her name is. <laughs> That's their name. Speaking sure. of uh, Rick and Tony. 
Speaking of Jim Duggan, he comes on out and says that he won't denounce America. Thank Christ, no one cares. Well, there's no need to. The people that wanted you to do it no longer work there, theoretically. So he won't. However, then Kurt Henning shows up. Hey, he's still there. That's cool. What the fuck? And he's like, I've been called a lot of things, and a janitor is not one of them. But I bet you could do it perfectly. Mm, Maybe. Duggan then tells him to come down. Look at the shine on that toilet. Then Henning runs down, and our next match is Kurt Henning versus Jim Duggan. In 2000. Man, 1986 called Jesus Christ. What did they say to ask him? I was going to uh, be nice and Turn say, this fucking match off. I was going to say, I was going to be nice and say 1990, but yeah. It were. wasn't good then either. Fuck, man. Yep. Um, <laughs> well, Duggan, Duggan learned he didn't have to work after Mid-South. Like, dude, I've taught him, if I, just carry, dude. if I just carry around this two by four and stick my tongue out of my mouth, I don't have to bump. And keep calling Man. people hoes. Got it. Yeah. It's like it's like the Bushwhackers with like a two by four. <laughs> That's pretty much. There's no difference. God, he should have been a part of the Bushwhackers. That would have been ridiculous. The Hacker Whacker? Hacker, hacker Whacker. Uh, Henning gets thrown into a ref. Henning then throws the ref into Duggan's two by four. Henning leaves the ring. And that is how your match ends. I... Ugh. Ho! I think they, they're... Regarding that current hitting contract? Just a bit. Then we go to N- with NWO yelling at someone in the back. Who the fuck were they yelling at? I don't like know. A stage hand. It's like a stage I, hand. I didn't recognize the person. Let's go to the ring as it's uh, Mike Tanay's favorite part of the show as, it, as it's a three count performance. Doom, doom, he doom. loses it again. Today is like, Tony, you're tapping your toes. And uh, Tanay's like, Tony's like, Tanay, just give it a rest. If you live at home with the teenagers, you would do this, too. Yep. Shivani's no-selling the hill turn. Yep. Uh, then the crowd pops because Norman Smiley shows up in the back and starts doing the big wiggle. That's pretty funny. That's really good. <laughs> they thought he was cheering for them. It was yeah. just Norman. I love so that. I, I thought that, you know, it's that dumb comedy. Of like, it's real good. They're like, yeah, they're finally behind us. And all of a sudden, they turn around to the big wiggle. <laughs> um, they finally notice it. Uh, they try to attack Norman, but he tosses them all over the rope. And then Smiley's like, did you see that? I'm the most feared man in WCW <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, he has hardcore blood uh, going through his veins. He eats hardcore, and he can take on anyone he wants. Uh, Tank Abbott shows up. Smiley then tries to run, but uh, Abbott gives chase. Smiley throws Pinzer into Abbott. Uh, Abbott uh, spares Pinzer. Uh <laughs> Smiley falls on the ramp, and then Abbott uh, hits him, punches him with a TKO punch. So we have that. A lot going on there. Uh, we go backstage with uh, Kevin Nash as he's yelling at the Harris boys to go find out what they're doing with that ta- uh, what's going on in the back. Let's go to our next match, as it's going to be... Let me see what it is here. Ah, Triple Threat, Lash LaRue... Versus Psychosis versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. What did fucking Psychosis do to deserve this? Piece of being Mexican. Oh, that's, I forgot. That's a, that's a sin in WCW. Uh, Hoobie tries to do the rock promo before the match. Doesn't work. Oh, my God. Russo's gone. I was like, the fuck does he work there anymore? What the fuck are you doing? Uh, LaRue does a splash to the outside. LaRue tries to do a double team move on Psychosis and Chavo, but they both move out of the way and just throw him to the ground. Man. What an, un- what an unattended blessing, right away, is that Vince Russo's gone, so last row, fuck off my television. Uh, <laughs> You'd think that. <laughs> Chavo does a uh, 
Doesn't really featured in this match. <laughs> <laughs> Chavo does a twisting tornado uh, DDT to LaRue. And go, uh, however, uh, Psychosis hits a leg, uh, leg drop on LaRue for the win. At least the right guy won. Yeah. Fucking Christ. I love that, like, they were able, at one point, Tanae was like, he said, uh, he's been two time world champ. Albeit short lived runs. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like eight minutes. Both times. <laughs> I can combine. And he never won 16. the belt. Yeah. <laughs> guy's been fucked hard. I combined Jeez. 16. Yeah. Uh, we see Kidman headed to the ring. We got a promo for WCW Magazine. I have that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we get, like, a Prince Iakea singing promo. Is that what you call it? <laughs> That's not a bad imitation of what the fuck happened there. It was terrible. Like, why? Again, Russell's gone. Can't we just drop the print, the artist firmly known? All right, I'm just going to go with Hudson. Taff Cappy. Can we just get rid of Taff Cappy? I hope. I hope. Uh, our next match is Kidman versus the artist formerly known as Prince Ikea. <sighs> I'm sure. Kidman has to still be pissed. He's like, first of all, you won't let me leave. You make me work three times. You, you curtain jerk me on Nitro, and I'm wrestling this fucker. I, Worst week of his career. <laughs> well, it picks up in a second. Yeah. Well, these are my something these, picked up. These are the highlights for my. Uh, uh, there's only two highlights that matter, Joe. Uh, Tori right. comes down. There it is. Kidman hits a sky high powerbomb. Oh, you are you're no selling this. She was like okay on on a Tori Wilson oh, okay. scale of hot, one to ten. She was a thirty eight. It's fair. Fuck. That's high praise. <laughs> you can't get higher praise than that. No. That's damn true. She was hotter than May Young, if you can believe that. <laughs> That's tough to believe. It's tough to but, uh, beat, brother. Um, so, yes, the return of the relationship of... Uh, so you think that was like, uh, he was like, fine, but I get Tori back on yeah. screen, god damn it. Okay. I getting, get something out of this. She's getting paid now, you know? Oh, come on, Stevie Smith. Getting paid to sit home. I mean, I take that gig. So Jeff Jarrett's the smartest fucking man in right. the business. Yep. Right. To do the deal he did, man, because he uh, knew everybody wanted to sit at home. Uh, then we see Terry Taylor saying they have uh, come to a uh, a, a uh, final situation for this. A conclusion. So let's go to Terry Taylor. Why is he the fucking spokesman for this horseshit? Can't find <laughs> anybody else besides this fucking rooster. Especially now that Russo's gone. He came in because of Russo. You can't have, like, Shivani or Tanae just do this? Nope. Fucking Christ. So next Monday, this upcoming Monday, the day after the Royal Rumble, there will be a new champion. Uh, however, Nash is going to be able to choose his, uh, uh, his representative. representative. Uh, the wrestler that WCW has decided to uh, be in that match will be one, Sid Vicious. Color me shocked. I hate this. Yeah? I hate it. Why? Because his whole reasoning was that, um, so... Nash couldn't be a part of the meeting because he wasn't part of the championship committee. Mm-hmm. Fine. I'm okay with that. It was a commissioner. It's a little weird, but fine. If that's the reason you want to go with. But then in this segment, Terry Taylor goes, uh, but we want Nash to have a say. Well, the motherfucker, why wasn't he part of the goddamn meeting anyways? That's fair. And of course, who the fuck is he going to pick? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Nash says that he's been reading... What a waste of time. <laughs> he says, Nash says he's been reading the commissioner handbook uh, that on his throne. I mean, that, 
And um, he says that, you know, um, he, he will make the match. He says that uh, he has an opponent for Sid, but Sid has to do some work. And that opponent would be Jeff Jarrett. And that would be tonight. So Nash is like, so the person who will face Sid at on uh, Monday must be bigger. All right. Smarter. Sexier. And sexier. And he picks himself. For for some reason, I I was just like, so... Oh, no, he, he makes the Jarrett match for Monday. Huh? He makes, oh, he the, makes Jarrett the Jarrett match for Monday. Monday. Yeah. It's, yeah the, he, it's the whole Goldberg thing. I was going to yeah. say, they're doing Hogan-Goldberg yep. again. Yeah. You want to get to me? But yeah, it's just one of those things, like, I'm like... But that's the thing. I thought he was making the Jarrett match for tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, why is Jarrett facing him tonight? But then he's like, Monday. Yeah. I'm like, Because uh, he, he won't clear the wrestling Wait, yet. did Jarrett work tonight? Mm. No. I, said, I don't think he's cleared yet. No, he no. was just in skits and stuff. No, yeah. he wasn't cleared yet. But you know what I mean? Like, um. Thank you, no hitter. It, I, just confusing here. Oh, our, it was just dumb. Yeah. So our main event. Oh, just wait till Monday. So I guess our main event for tonight, it's going to be Big T and Booker T versus the Total Package and Sid. Oh, my. You know what, though? That's exactly what Evansville and Zanon deserves. What did they ever do to you? Uh, they are in Indiana. Because that is some loathsome shit right there. Uh, did he just say Booker T and Big T are teaming so together? Clearly Booker T is the best wrestler. Clearly. Who the fuck is number two? Okay, hold on. I think let's break, let's break this down. I mean, Jesus. Are we talking overall or that point in 2000? That point in 2000. Sid. That overall, is, I'd give it to Luger. That is unfortunate. But Luger is past but his prime. But have you seen Sid throw a punch? I- ironically, yes, and they're not far off from Luger's. Oh. Um, I think we can all agree My God. Big T is fourth. But he's actually fifth. <laughs> yeah. Behind the ref. Behind yeah. whoever the ref is, it's first. Better worker than Big T. Especially Fistful Nate. That's true. Who's top five workers in this company? That's true. Let's go to not some uh, some not so top five. As our next match is Berlin versus the wall. I mean, well, you say that now, but me gets the feeling oh, I'm talking about Berlin. That the wall's going to get a push. Yeah, no Berlin's dead and yeah. Dinner in a plate full of piss. Hashtag push Alex, right? Hashtag release Alex, right? Right. Uh, Let Berl- him go somewhere else. Was he a year older than John Cena? Yep. Yep. That's uh, just Berl- insane. Berlin <laughs> right. hits a uh, big crossbody to the outside. You could hear a lot of fans yelling, go back to Germany. Nice. Uh, Berlin <laughs> jumps to the turnbuckle and just falls, uh, falls but the, uh, the wall is next to him. Crowd laughs that he ate shit. Um, Fuck. I mean, Evansville, Indiana. What did I say? Dicks. And this is when Tony brings up that if Jarrett beats Sid, Nash... Oh, if Jarrett beats Sid on Monday, Nash wins the title by default. Thoughts? It's the same... Hold on. It's the same kind of thing they do on Raw with Triple H. They just didn't think of it. I don't like it, but it's... For the era, that's standing delivered. It's just... It's lazy booking. That's what it is. It, it's fucking lazy booking. And they, sh- like we said on the pay per view war stories, which you can listen to at nelsonentertainment.com, should have just given that motherfucking belt to Sid. We would have avoided all this horse all shit. All this. Uh, the wall wins with the big boots. Brother. Brother. Me thinks that's not his move much longer. Uh, no, me thinks I know who they're building him up for, brother. Uh, can it be? Shark? Is it him? We'll see. We'll see. It's, got, it's gotta be Kane. We'll see, dude. It's gotta be Kane. <laughs> uh, we see DDP 
stretching with Kimberly, reading a book. Hopefully it's she, the easy ABC book. She couldn't be more fucking bored if she tried. She's uh, like, well, I haven't been bored since last time Buff ate me up. <laughs> Terrible tongue game. <laughs> Not as strong as Michael Douglas. Let's go to the ring with, for Oklahoma. <laughs> Who is? <laughs> right. That's a different class altogether. Oklahoma stands in front of everyone as a real man and the new WCW Cruiserweight champion. Uh, he says people in the back think that he's not deserving of it. So Oklahoma has to relinquish the title. It's not because uh, it not, it's not because he might not be in the cruiserweight form. Um, yeah, but he wants people to remember him as a man who brought back wrestling. So before I move on, yeah, we have three titles. Uh huh. Vacated. Vacated. Yep. In some shape or form. No. Correct. You have the TV title thrown away in the trash can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have the Cruiserweight Championship being relinquished. Uh-huh. And you have the Heavyweight Championship. Yep. Um, to be determined on Monday night. I remember the U.S. title was just vacated and given back to the former champion. And also uh, your former tag champs. One guy worked at the gas station two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Now it's the Mamelukes. <laughs> so. Former, she said. He said. So, so that, how are um, some championships going? Is there any solid champion right now? No. No. So I have a, another question about this score. You might know this yes. answer. Yes, go ahead. I don't know because I've never heard stories. This felt like, because um, we talked about it, how Ed Ferrara split with Vince Russo and wanted his job and kept it and so he could keep working. Yeah. This kind of feels like his idea to like go out there and kind of eat shit on TV and give the title back. Because he's like, you know, this was, wasn't my idea. Probably. Kind of the yeah. safe face with the boys a little bit. And remember, I, I one of the notes I gave on the I Monday Night I could be wrong with that, but I don't know. No, but no. That's what I, it feels I th- like. I think you're right. One of the notes I gave on the Monday Night War Stories is that one of the things that really sealed Russo's fate was the Oklahoma title reign and the David Flair and Crowbar mm-hmm. title reign. And look what was handled on Thunder yep. the week after Russo's gone. Both of those reigns, history. Yep. Not surprising. But I'm going to spoil something for you guys right now. It's tournament time. Oh, I figured. For the cruiserweight strap. We got away from it from the heavyweight title. There's no way we're going to away with it from the just, cruiserweight. Just imagine. Look at the cruiserweight division we have now and imagine how exciting this tournament's going to be. <sighs> yeah. Well, speaking of that cruiserweight uh, championship, one Medusa comes on out. Cool. She says, how dare him just give up the title? Didn't she do that before? <laughs> you know, she lost. She put it in a garbage can. Yeah. Uh, she, <laughs> should, she should just be hey, given the title. the title, sir. How dare you? Oh, Put some respect on that title's name. But then she goes, you know what? I'm going to start my own title. The fake tit championship? Sable's already champ. <laughs> yeah. Sable's. She wants the title. Oklahoma says, well, if she wants to fight, come on down. Then someone attacks her. And it's one Sherry. By God. This blew my mind. I did not know Sherry Martell surfaced in 2000 for even a night. I am a giant <laughs> Sherry fan. <laughs> right? What in the fuck is she doing here? You still have Mona under contract. And Patty Stonegrind. God damn it. <laughs> And Patty Stonegrind. I was gobsmacked. I was agog. Um, they 
they probably did it for the fact that those two, believe it or not, mm-hmm. had never crossed paths How until the WCW. Fuck is that possible? Until until ninety seven when Medusa came in to be the the fry pie for Colonel Parker to stop the wedding. They just never were in the same place at the same time. Weird. Right? And then and a match was never made out of that part right there. So it was probably like, well... Because, yeah, it was Sherry and Parker, right? Here's a chance to do something with them. I can't About believe Sherry is still in the years contract. too late. Yes. But, you know, imagine this match in early 90s. It would have been awesome. Oof. I was, I was literally gobsmacked. I was like, what the fuck is Sherry right. doing here? Is there a more underrated female ever than Sherry? No. Oh, my God, dude. The she thing is, is so good. The thing is, she's generally looked at as the goat when it comes to overall woman performance, uh-huh. and she's still underrated. She's so good, dude. One of the first, I'm sure she wasn't the first, but one of the first, at least in my life, too, I remember, like, being in and hanging with men. Oh, Shawn Michaels famously. I mean, Jesus, dude. Shawn Michaels famously tells stories of when she became his manager on TV and some of the guys refused to uh, work with him, not, uh, sell for him, because he was just that rocker guy in a tag team and I'm not going to sell for him. Right. So real quickly, she was like, here's what you do. You rake him in the eye and throw him outside and I'll take care of it. <laughs> and she would beat the living shit out of these <laughs> veterans who wouldn't sell. Right. And he said it was amazing. Once she threw them back in, they'd work just fine with me. <laughs> Amazing. Sherry's great, man. Yeah. Well, we have a match between Sherry and Medusa. I don't need to see it here, though. <laughs> well, Martel trips off the top turnbuckle and Medusa rolls her up. I feel like this is what we would have gotten if we'd have finally gotten that Taker Sting match that everybody wanted. Yeah. Roll up. It was probably wise not to do it. Yeah. Would have been in a row. We Sherry Martel. Sherry Martel. Uh, we go backstage with Nash as he's wanting a massage, and uh, Jarrett wants to know where he can go get a beverage. However, we're it's in a dry county. Fuck, Evansville does suck. It's a dry county. Fuck, I told you. Nash uh, almost went into withdrawals when he heard dry. <laughs> the panic and the, the shakes started. Speaking of shakes, let's go to our next match as it's Huckleberry Flynn, Jerry Flynn versus Fit Finley. I mean, if you just want to see a fight... I'd be down for this. But do they give us a fight? No. No, they don't. Uh, Buzz kills in the ring again, in the audience once again. Uh, How is this not dead? Doing his shtick. Um, today brings up, they don't know what to do with the Cruiserweight Championship. Maybe I mean, give it to Psychosis would be ideal. But, yeah, but if they did, they would literally just hand it to him to go job to Taff Cappy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nobbs comes out during the match. He accidentally hits Finley with a kendo stick, and Flynn rolls him up with uh, for the win. So that's two roll-ups back-to-back. So that's $2 for oh, me. Oh, God forbid Lash LaRue gets the title. <laughs> don't put that on us, Ricky oh, Bobby. Don't, God don't put it. that out in the ether. Knobs <laughs> uh, and Finley argue after the match. Speaking of our next match, it's CCK versus DDP. Too many letters. California Pizza Kitchen? California Kitchen. Uh, he says that he's already beaten DDP, and DDP's proud of me from Jersey. Uh, but he's no not anymore. Kevin Smith. That motherfucker has lived there for 30 years. <laughs> right. So Kidman, who was part <laughs> of the Jersey... As Kidman was part of the Jersey triad... I mean, uh, like... Canyon. Three, like, uh, Canyon, like, what, three weeks ago, three months ago, is now... fuck. New Jersey. That's an amazing catch. 
Uh, DDP music hits, but Kimberly tops comes out. <laughs> what? Her what comes out? She took her top, her jacket off. Oh, and her, okay. Her top oh. came out. Oh. I was like, I need to go back and watch this again. What? <laughs> but DDP sneaks up from behind, which was kind of obvious, and uh, we have a match back and forth. DDP runs uh, Canyon into the Halliburton. Then he, uh, Canyon low blows DDP in front of the ref. Ref doesn't do anything. Uh, DDP power bombs Canyon off the top turnbuckle, and then he hits the diamond cutter for the win. Bro. Real barn burner we have going on here, huh? Jesus Christ. Um, we see Big T and Total Package talking. But wait a minute, they're against each other. Can you just imagine what that fucking conversation was? Can't um, believe you're in there again, huh? No. Nope. Let's go to our main event. It's just Ahmed saying Greg Ugalugu while he just flexes. <laughs> Don't ruin his sheen, man. Our next match in the main event for Thunder is to the total package with Liz and Sid versus the T's. Big T, Booker T, managed by Mr. T. Drinking yeah. some green tea. Yep. <laughs> Pit of the fool. The mess with the T's. While, I, while, while Booker T drinks his unsweetened tea. Um, while listening to iced tea. <laughs> there it is. Um, total pa- there was a spot in the very beginning that the... Uh, faces are about to face off Sid and Booker T. Uh, but Booker T wants Luger, and Luger's like, I don't want no part of it. So <laughs> he starts clapping on the apron, trying to get the crowd to be pumped up. Um, Sid and uh, Booker T lock up, and then they move to Luger as he's still clapping, and then Sid gets tags in package. Uh, I thought that was funny. Uh, Kevin Ash comes out during the match. Big T looks gassed as he hasn't done anything in the <laughs> ring. He's not the sad part is he's not lying. Nope. I was like, has he come in yet? Nope. He doesn't come in until the very end of the match. And he's still he, wear like like slacks and a shirt too. Slacks, like, the fanny pack, mm-hmm. and like all black. He's obviously not ready to work. No. no. Well, he's like five times the size he was. Uh, however, he does pull out his slapjack and hits Booker T. Oh, with it. Whoa! Uh, whoa! Whoa! <laughs> The his weapon. Okay. okay. I thought you meant the, his unit. The, his, no, his, I, thought you, I thought you meant he put out big T. <laughs> yeah. No. Um Big T uh hits Booker with his little slapjack, then Sid choke slams Big T and puts Booker T on top of Big T for the win. Uh no, sorry, nope. uh, they roll out. Total package puts Booker T in the torture rack for the win. Oh sorry, I misread my own notes. Big T. So he gave us... Which finish was it? Okay. Torture rack. Pretty sure he took his dick out and slapped Sid, him in the face. No. Sid chokeslams Big T, but Big T instantly rolls out of the ring and walks away. Was, I was going to say, apparently Joe watched the uh, Clue version I did. of Thunder where there were three different endings. In Evansville, you get like nine finishes for the main event. <laughs> we damn. just don't know which one. So you all three. It was total package with a torture rack in the ring. Oh, on Booker T. Oh, for the finish of... You were Thunder. You guys, we we dock. What did you think of Thunder? Uh, it's fucking bad. Is this, not, the, it's this not is not the worst. Like we've, no, it's not the worst no, Thunder. The worst, but yeah. it was not good. And it was better than Nitro. Yep. Which In was a, way. a complete fucking train wreck. When was the last time that happened? Uh, probably never. When it debuted? <laughs> yeah, probably the Thunder debut was week, better maybe. than Nitro? Jeez. When they had the entire entity of the NWO on. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, bad. Bad show. When they, you when, can tell they're still... Re- two days later, because this was taped on Tuesday. Yeah. 
They still don't know what they're doing. No. They still haven't got a clue no. as to what the fuck they're going to do with everything that's happened. Which is interesting, right? Because it's not like Vince Russo had some crazy scandal happen, right? Yeah. It was a bad booker. But if you don't have a clear direction for what you want to do when you fire him, don't fire him yet. Right. Because this just makes you look worse. Because this is like, well, we don't know. Because what this looks like now is like, well, look what this fucker had to deal with. Like, of course the show sucked. This is what's left. Just wait till Monday. So, I don't know. It's just... <sighs> you think you couldn't get any more convoluted From and stupid? the top down. Wait till Monday. God. Well, we're going to wait till Monday. Is that the Bill the- still here? Is he the competent ones that works in this company? Yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately, yeah, he just builds yeah. rings. Well, we'll wait for well, Monday. broke. Chews on dirty panties. Hey, now. Uh, it's uh, Monday for the next week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. But we have to go to Thursday. Let's go one day to January 20th, the year 2000, in Providence, Rhode Island, for SmackDown. Provi. Let's let's start off with Triple H welcoming DX and a sarcastic thanks them for everything they did on Monday. Rhode Island, the only thing in the U.S. smaller than my penis. (laughs) Uh, Triple H gives the New Age Outlaws the night off because they destroyed the uh, Acolytes on Monday. Hell yeah. However, X-Pac, hell yeah, we get the night off, boys. No, not you. (laughs) What? X-Pac, you get to wrestle Test. What? what the hell? And he's like, what the hell? I, haven't I fought him already? And he's like, well, there's, there's reasoning to this, that you and Tess are going to be wrestling tonight. Also, we just picked names out of a hat. And he's like, bullshit. That tonight, the, the winner between the two of Tess and Xbox, they get the number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble. And... it's uh, a big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Reason to care about Xbox and Tess now? I hate the years that they take the guests out of it, though. That's fair. Which they, they did it last year too for China, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, press to do more because of what happened with Ray, <laughs> sixteen or whatever it was. Oh yeah. Ooh boy. I want to go. Is this the spot? Yeah, I think this is the spot where Xbox like, okay, fine, yeah, that's fine because it'd be me and you. Yeah. And Triple H like, yeah, me and you at Mania. That's yeah. box office. Yeah. Uh, however, Cactus Jack's not here because he has, he has a family. There's a illness in the family. Oh, it's uh, flashbacks to the other time a guy didn't show up for a show and they said there were family issues. However, Ooh. Triple H just says he's just afraid afraid to see me, face me tonight. He probably said the same thing in 2007. Then let's go to the ring for up, bitch. another promo. <laughs> we're going to another promo with the Big Show as he comes out with the biggest leather jacket. Ever. I was like, how much did that thing cost? How make? many cows were murdered for that? <laughs> how, uh, how, many leather ja- how many leather couches were destroyed to make this? At least two of Dusty's. <laughs> right? There was mm. the basement ones. I Seriously, I was wondering how much to make that con. That had to be expensive as hell. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. To custom make that fucking jacket. <sighs> uh, big I show. Mean, how big is this fucking thing? Nine XL. Isn't his shoe like twenty two quadruple E or something nonsense? Yeah, twenty two quadruple E. I mean, fake ass shit. I dude, I remember vividly watching the Conan O'Brien show episode with Big Show on it, where he took off his wedding ring and Conan put three of his fingers through it. Is that is that the same one we talked about how he knocked a guy down by throwing a cookie at him? Uh huh. Yeah. What's fucking? 
crazy <laughs> to be that big. I, it's got to be miserable, honestly. Doesn't seem fun. Especially as you get older. That's why I got the bus. I think I think yeah. it's not fun unless you get the money to support your situation. Yeah, can you imagine just being poor ass but seven three and had living a normal life? Like you have to ride the bus to work and you can't buy custom made fucking you're wearing pants that go right underneath your fucking knee because they didn't have anything bigger. Right. You know, women are afraid to be anywhere near you because you'll break them in half. So love life is non existent. Right. Try taking a shit in a fucking hotel bathroom. <laughs> like break the damn thing. Take Andre shit in the bathtub. Yeah, I yeah. mean you have to if at some point, right? It's not good, man. Uh, Big Show first wants to uh, make his apologies. Something they um, um, he says that um, something that he is um, that he wants them to know. Sorry, that uh, something that he can't be. That he's something they want, but he can't be. That he will never be the Rock. Big Show says he signs autographs, takes photos, kisses babies, and they boo him. Everyone hates Big Show because he's seven foot two and five hundred pounds. Big Show then says that he will win the Royal Rumble. He says that um, Big Show says that he hates The Rock and he wants him to come out. Rock comes out. Rock makes fun of Big Show, going, "You know, Big Show goes, I'm seven foot two and five hundred pounds, and then you're saying, why are you booing me?'" Rockheads, uh, so then the Rock decides to head on down the ring and threaten to beat up the Big Show, but then Kane comes out with Tori, and Tori says that Kane will win the Royal Rumble. Well, she tried to say that, but that was a long-ass, monotonous, boring diatribe from her. Holy fuck. This thing is taped. You could have edited it You think you two are the only people that has a chance to win that... 30-man Royal Rumble. I just wanted Kane to grab the mic. Bitch, shut up. Why? Uh, Triple H and Stephanie come on out because the price is right. Uh, Triple H makes fun of them, saying they all have their egos and that they're all going to win the Rumble. Whoever wins (laughs) the... That was funny. He was like, I hate people with big egos. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever wins the Royal Rumble, we'll lose to him at WrestleMania. Good chance of that. So he makes a match tonight. It's the first ever triple threat over-the-top rope lumberjack match between all three men. So it's a hat on top of a hat. Hopefully the last one ever, because that was a lot. Yeah, it's a hat on a hat on a hat. Yep. Big Show attacks The Rock. We get all three in a brawl. Rock hits Big Show and Kane with a chair to end that segment. That, uh, no bueno. You didn't like it? No. I didn't like it either. I, uh, you can't have the Big Show open the show with a promo. If he wants to come out and interrupt the Rock, whatever, but he can't open the show. That's not his skill set. Especially doing the bitchy, whiny. That's thing. terrible, man. It just doesn't fit. If you have the Rock come, just have the Rock start it. What a tear. He knows what the fuck he's doing. What, I mean, if, if I was a booker, hmm. back then. Would you be T? <laughs> yes, sucker. <laughs> and then I got the big show just dropped onto my roster. Right. I can think of quite a few things I would probably do with him. Mm-hmm. I would never entertain the idea of making him a whiny, bitchy, poor me guy. Nope. He's, he's fucking seven foot two and 500 pounds. How can you have that character be a whiny little bitch? He should be who everybody runs away from. They're making fun of me. What if I get him, pal? I'll show you how to book him. Yeah, I'll show him how to book him. God damn it. 
They never booked him that bad. Nope. Uh, we get a promo for Royal Rumble, Cactus Jack and Triple H. Our, and then we get a recap about a couple months ago of the uh, <laughs> Acolytes uh, attending the Friendly Tab Bar and then the bar fight. I, and, f- I forgot about this. That was hilarious. And that leads me to believe uh, we might be visiting the Friendly they, uh, Tab also, tonight. also uh, cut some of those lines out of that recap video. Just a couple. Just a couple. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Our first match of the night, it's X-Pac versus Tess. The winner gets the 30 spots at WrestleMania. It's really early in the show, but all right. You know, if Tess won, this would have been the idea of, wow, maybe they might be that Tess Triple H. Total random, unimportant point. Mm -hmm. But I never tire of hearing that opening bass drop for Xbox music. Xbox. I'm like, ah, that's awesome. I didn't like it for a little bit, and then yeah. it grew, and then it grew back onto me. But it's oh, just God, like, I love that. Have you ever have you ever tried to listen to Tyson's? No, it's the exact same goddamn like. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, it's, that X-Pac. One, yeah. it's just yeah. Xbox. They just redid it for Xbox. Yeah. Um, back and forth match b- between the two. However, the Outlaws come on down and distract the ref, and oh, of uh, course they do. Help Xbox. Xbox wins with the X Factor. We get a promo for the Rock's uh, book that Booble and Corey love. <laughs> God. Then we see DX celebrating. This is that part of Triple H and them say, "Hey, you know, it could be us two at Mania. You have a chance, kid." Not really. Yeah, don't hold your breath. Now we see a new for uh, for mate uh, a new tag team that's been uh, put together. <laughs> Al Snow and Steve Blackman. Are you okay? Having a stroke over here. <laughs> yeah, it's like my God word. Damn. Snow saying that Blackman has the per- is the perfect partner because Blackman has no personality. He's not wrong. What? And it's he's wor- is uh, Mick Foley's worst because he has three. Jesus. The so de- our the our of an infamous tag team. Yep. Our next match is Kurt Angle and his new tag team partner, the British Bulldog. Because they go together. Yeah, it's just, yep. It's Lex and Bulldog all over again. Uh, although I did like the fact that Kurt Angle is so good. He was able to bury the U.S. and Britain in his, <laughs> in his promo <laughs> while making it seem like he was kind of being nice to Bulldog's oh. country, but burying both. Uh, Kurt says uh, of they're facing Al Snow and C. Blackman. Co- Kurt says that he's facing someone he doesn't know uh, who he's facing at the Royal Rumble, but uh, people shouldn't worry about him because he's going to win. Oh, we're questioning. And he buries Great Britain and all that good stuff. Did Angle ever wrestle Regal? Yes. Um, especially during, I think, that sounds o- fun. O- 01. Like later on in 01. I think there was a point where they were, like, on different sides of the invasion, I think. Um, if not, I know it happened in uh, on house shows and down in Memphis at the developmental. But, uh, God, I'd love to see a match in the prime fog. Jesus. God damn. <laughs> I do know. I can tell you for sure they teamed together quite a bit in 01. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Jericho and Benoit. Imagine those tag matches. My God. Holy fuck. <laughs> right. Uh, this is another quick match uh, between the four. Uh, Steve Blackman does a top rope kick to Bulldog's face for the win. Some type of... 
how the mighty have fallen. It's almost like a a, a, a canyon move. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al's happy with Steve as Kurt chilling at the Bulldog. <laughs> we get a long recap of Rob Miss Royal Rumble competition swimsuit determining who's in it. Hey. So our next match is Matt Hardy with Terry and Jeff versus Devon with Bubba. And it's been announced that at the Royal Rumble, it will be the Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys in a tables match. Hmm, that's interesting. It's interesting stuff. Yeah. All right. When will that go after that? Uh, for me, it's another for for this match. It's another quick back and forth between the two. Matt hits a twist of fate, but Bubba pulls him out of the ring and throws him to the steel steps. Bubba hits both Hardys with a chair and punches the ref. Uh, there goes the match. However, Bubba attempts to powerbomb Matt off the stage through two tables, but Jeff comes from behind and hits uh, both Dudleys with a chair. Bubba falls through both chair uh, tables. Um. Jeff beats up Devon and puts him on another table, and Matt hits a leg drop from the top of the stage to the ground. They got me. I thought he was going to power on Jeff. I did not uh, see that coming. Uh, the stories were over there. I like it. So, so here it was an effective build. So here's the that. fun part. As I, was, as I was watching this, I'm like, oh, he went through both tables, and then Matt instantly like Matt fights Devon off the ramp through the, uh, to the side, and then boom, there's another table set up. I'm like, what the fuck did this table instantly come from? Because I'm like, oh, maybe he just went through Creative one. Creative editing. I will tell you, one <laughs> it thing. was a little uncomfortable with the chair shots to the freaking heads, though. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. I uh. I know a lot of the old school wrestlers and those even like a mentality like with Cody and Dustin and stuff. That's one spot I don't miss at all. I don't no. I don't need unprotected chair shots, man. There's a way to, there's a different way to do yeah. it. If you really want to do chairs on the head, there's a safer way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. You, Where just, you put your hand up. Put your hand yeah. up. I just But oh, God, but, but but take the time to perfect your craft. Uh and put your hand up at the very last second mm-hmm. to where it's not super fucking noticeable. Um, like The Rock, he'll put yeah. it up five minutes before he's about to hit. Or you could, I mean, honestly, I still prefer that. Uh, or you could do face busters on the ground. Um, there's a way yeah. to do concertos where it's really safe. I just, yeah, I don't need, yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> um. We go off-site, guys, to the friendly tab as the New Age Outlaw shows up, and they were like an alcoholic beverage. They run into the guys that the Acolytes beat up last time. Uh, backstage, we see the uh, the Hollies arguing about their night. As uh, Holly's saying that he has to team up with China and Jericho, and he doesn't know why. Hardcore, uh, he's like, then why that? Wait a minute. Why am I even talking to you? <laughs> as he yells at Crash, <laughs> and then throws Crash on the outside, who stumbles into Viscera and then Crash challenges Viscera to a match. See, it's it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every fucking segment. It was really entertaining. They're so fun together. Wait a minute, what the hell am I even talking to you about my situation? You're an idiot. He's throwing out. I was like, "What are you skinny? You want to fight me? I'm, I'm a super heavyweight." This is like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So our next match is Too Cool with Rikishi Fatu versus Jericho, China, and Hardcore Holly. 
Uh, Jericho makes fun of everybody in the ring. We have two fake vanilla ices, a freak with a mini me, a beach blonde fool, and a fat guy in a diaper. <laughs> uh, Grant. Not wrong. Nope. <laughs> Grandmaster Sexy hits a bulldog and tags in Scotty too hotty for the warm. Jericho with a double arm uh, backbreaker. Jericho, Holly, and China triple team Rikishi as then the ref calls for the bell. I wonder why. As everybody's over here, so they don't want to ruin anybody else. Yeah. Um, I hate that, though. Yeah. It's like... You can't pin Scotty too hotty. Don't book the match <laughs> if you can't give us a winner. Right. Um, it's not difficult. Again. And, like, also, a loss isn't the end of the world. No, and it, and exactly if and you can and there's a way to do that where like one of the team members could have cost Jericho or China or Holly the match. Actually, like, I, there's a way to do it. I would have had them win exactly. Pin too hotty. It's, it's not gonna hurt. But, and who would I? Who would I have had get the pin? Uh, hardcore. Yeah, because he still needs a little bit of elevation to be on their level on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So he gets the pin. It helps. Yep. Well, after the match, they all begin to brawl. Rikishi <laughs> hits a belly to belly onto China. They act, They were like, please don't do that. I was like, he fucking did it Monday. What are yeah, you talking I mean, about? Then it looks <laughs> like he's, he's going to do the splash in the corner, but then all of a sudden you see Jericho with the chair, but then Jericho takes a swing to the right and hits hardcore over the head <laughs> and allows Rikishi to hit China with the splash. I mean, it's smart. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, was good, it was a good shot because you see hardcore and uh, Jericho on the outside, and then you see him. About to swing up, then he goes, nope, never mind, to the right. What's crazy about that, right, is it that it's one of those moves that looks horrific, but it's one of the safest moves in wrestling. Yeah. yeah. It's, no, it's so safe, but it looks fucking horrendous. Uh, we go off site to the guys at the friendly tab talking to the outlaws about how they beat them last time and how they could beat them. Uh, the, then the bartender tells the outlaws that the acolytes are pretty tough. They don't like that, so they toss the bartender <laughs> out of the friendly tab. <laughs> then we cut to who we see the acolytes watching what they just saw, and uh, Bradshaw's like, hey, Farouk, you look a little thirsty. And Farouk's like, yeah, I think my throat's a little Water dry. Over my throat. Damn. Damn. <laughs> uh, we go to our next match. It's the big boss man versus Albert. Thank God. I was hoping there'd be a blow-off to this Red Hot feud. Whew. Uh, they brawl for a little bit, and then they shove the ref, and then that's it for that match. Um, we get a Rock promo with Lillian just saying that he's going to uh, beat both Ra- uh, Kane and Big Show. A simple one this time. Our next match, though, is Battle of Super Heavyweights, as it's Viscera and Crash Holly. <laughs> uh, I was surprised they let Crash get some moves in. He hit a Tornado DDT. Uh, Crash jumps on the back of Viscera, but Viscera... Ha- Throws him onto his shoulders and then reverses him into a power bomb for Damn. the win. That was a cool looking spot. Viscera, I, I hesitate to say this, but I think it's true. Was a little underrated for a big guy. For sure, for sure he was. He wasn't great. No, but he could be serviceable. He could move a little bit, just as long as he quit hurting people. Yeah, which he seemed to have done in that later in those later years. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was really mobile for a big guy, and at some point, that when that mobility goes away, you know. After he almost crippled Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you know. You know. Uh, we get a recap of Stone Cold's uh, doctor saying that he's, uh, how surgery went. 
on Monday. And Cole said that he had a sit-down interview with Austin, which will be <laughs> when? Halftime heat. In two weeks, three yeah. weeks? That's Fantastic. Oh, yeah, so I have it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So, Be sure to miss um, that. Especially since that's all they did on the halftime heat this year. Yeah, so, a match, they had that interview. Fuck that. So, um, I know that the doctor was just talking in generalities about how good condition, but after watching it a second time, it almost came off like, yes, we get it. Stone Cold's a Superman, and he has a three-foot wooden cock, and... Uh, yeah, because he's Lucky. like, oh, he was such a great athlete, and he's so big, and so, and it's like, yeah, we get it. You know what bugged me the most about it? Because this dude's a legitimate doctor. Yeah. Um, the fact that he kept calling him Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. Just say Steve. Steve Williams. All you have to say is Steve. I'd have bought it a lot more if he said Steve Williams. Yeah, that's too much. Steve would have been fine for me, but... Stone Cold, really? His name is Stone... On his chart, it says Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's what it says? It says that on his insurance card and his driver's license. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking young blood. Yeah, I'm going to transition to the next match, by the way. Fucking green well, Speaking of blood, we're going to go to Gangrel versus Edge. Edge hits a crossbody over the top rope on Gangrel. Ooh, and like then the summer of 98 all over again. Hell but yeah. then Luna whispers sweet nothing into his ear. And then all of a sudden, all the women come on down to talk to Edge. Vince, Vince McMahon, dude. What is... You find out a dude's getting married. It's like, come and, on, man. And that very moment, you're like, his new storyline is all the women want him, and he's probably going to cheat. What is wrong with that guy? What a waste of edge. Right. Uh, <laughs> fuck, man. They cost the match. May makes out with him. Or attempts to. Cool. God damn it. Let's go to... I'd, I'd have to go into Jeff Jarrett negotiation mode if they wanted me to make out with Mae Young. Let's go to the friendly <laughs> tab, shall we? Let's do it. As the acolytes show up, and they want some beers. They notice uh, they're behind the bar since there's no barkeep. So uh, your bartender is now Bradshaw. As uh, from a distance, Bradshaw notices uh, the uh, WF tag team champions of the world. <laughs> the New Age Atlas. I gotta get an autograph from my dog. <laughs> I think the coolest thing about this uh, shot is that they pan over and you hear Bradshaw yelling, the, you know, the New Age Outlaw stuff, and then the camera pans to them, and then you see them look and see who it is, and like Road Dog's face is like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, like we're we are in their world now. The only problem I had with that because the, the the facial was perfect. Yeah. But in the previous uh, vignettes, the APA had been so fucking loud. There's no way they couldn't have told that those motherfuckers were here. Right. Especially Bradshaw. Not quite, gentlemen. Yeah. Bradshaw is loud. Yep. Well, we get a bar fight. <laughs> That's a small building. They couldn't be like, that sounds like Bradshaw. Fuck. That couldn't be it. I, I just thought it was the facial fanta- was great. fantastic facials there. Uh, bar fight, outlaws get away, but the al- acolytes take it out on those guys again. Of course. Let's go to the man. Like, he threw the stool to the Red Sox. Clock. Yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> I, I cheered at that point. I'm not going to lie. Bigger acolytes fan? I was like, put yeah, the belt fuck on yeah, put the belts on the acolytes. <laughs> Strap them up. To the moon! <laughs> yeah. Let's go to our main event as a triple threat. At that very moment, I was like, you know what? JBL was an underrated champion. You know what? Match of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our man of Florida State all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. 
our main event. It's Kane versus Big Show versus The Rock. Um, once again, it's over the top lumberjack match and something. Uh, all out brawl between the three. They uh, would hate each other's moves a lot. Big Show eliminates The Rock. <laughs> I was say I wouldn't really count on these three to do some chain wrestling. Yeah. Uh, grabs the rock with one arm and just throws him over the top rope. Yep. Which was predictable but smart booking. You yep. want to make it look like he's undestructible going into the paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rock, uh, uh, oh, sorry, Big Show chokes slams Kane. Rock gets back in the ring and then hits the rock bottom on Big Show. Kane eliminates Big Show. Which then we. Also obvious booking because yep. he was the one that didn't have a chance at all. Then we'll give him the win here. Then we have an all-out brawl between all the lumberjacks yep. and everybody in the ring. Chaos, chaos, and I always thought, well, that's a good way to finish SmackDown. I actually love it. I love when the I show's thought it was chaos. the end. I thought of the it was show. the end. No, nope. no. Yeah. We go back. Should have been. Should have been the end. Should have been. We get another promo with uh, uh, for the Royal Rumble of Triple H and Cactus. It wasn't needed. We see X Pac leaving the arena. And then we get a promo with Triple H. Uh, this whole thing wasn't needed. Nope. He shows last year's Rumble, The Rock destroying mankind with the chair shots. Triple H bringing up uh, Foley's family watching. Uh, the kids were crying. Um, so for me, this is when my feed cut. From my source I got, they just cuts right here. So I had to look up the rest. Or do you know the rest? You so, don't really miss much. Yeah, I know. Jack retorts that his family won't be there because he doesn't want them to see what he's going to do. And then they brawl to end the show. You didn't need any more to sell that match. Yeah. No, it's it was, good, man. It's like I just heard Jarrett say in his, in his podcast, uh, if the feud has reached its apex and it's already white hot, you just have to do maintenance if it's not ready for the blow-off match yet. You don't have to keep doing more angles and more spots. You just got to talk about it. Make sure you don't drop the anticipation, but you don't have to do anything else because nope. you're already there. You didn't need Jack to be there. They were there. At all. Yeah. No reason for him to be there. It actually took my anticipation for the match down a little bit. Yeah. Because there's also a thing, and it's totally lost in the last 20 years of wrestling, and I think it sucks. And there's a, such a thing as too much physicality before the MIG match. Mm-hmm. And it used to be an art. And now it's, it's just gone. Part of the reason um, why there's still a little bit of a draw with like boxing and UFC. I mean, they're like by law not allowed to touch. So there is that because it's a legal precedent. But you can't touch before the fight. The whole point, and this is, is to get people to pay to see the fight. And when you give it away, then there's no real reason to pay. I know it's apples and oranges, but I will say Hogan and Andre before WrestleMania 3. Mm-hmm. They touch once. Once. In a battle royal on Saturday night's main event, two weeks before the show, and they only touch for about 30 seconds because Andre headbutts him and throws him over the top rope. He's out of the battle royal. That was it. Yep. And it was perfect. And it set everything up. And they don't show that. All they show is him ripping the necklace off. Yeah. That's, yeah. All, that's all they, they show. show. That's all we've seen. Yeah. So we get that. That, that ends SmackDown. 
Before we mark it, no so what was the better show? Oh, Smackdown. Oh, Smackdown Jesus. by about a thousand years. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> so let's go to the ratings. It wasn't as wide as Raw and yeah. Nitro, but, you know. But it was yeah. still it safely was still better. Safely better. <laughs> so let's go to the ratings for Wednesday and uh, Thursday. Uh, WSW got a 2.2 set, uh, 2.72 last week, while WWF got a 5. WSW went up 2.74. That's a mistake. <laughs> WDF went up 5.4. Jesus. So they're getting almost 11 million viewers a week. No, no, no. More because of the other shows. Heat. Yep. Uh, about 20 million, I'll say. People care, 18, man. 18 to 20. What they're doing, people care about. Yeah. 18 to 20 a week. I mean, they should have kept Koski or... Because what's crazy, yeah. like, at this time, like, while it is the same people on each show... It's for the most part not repetitive storyline events, but it's it's something new every week advancing the storylines. Yep. Amazing. So you have to turn in, you have to tune in and see what happens. Amazing how that works. It, it's like you know, it's not giant leaps forward. It's just little steps. Exactly. It's like the uh, look at the Acolytes Outlaws. Outlaws beat them up on Monday to enhance this, and then what they do Thursday? Acolytes got the revenge at the bar. I have a modern. Um, link to that. Mm-hmm. And you're right. You're absolutely right. AEW does that right now. They you have to pay attention. Um, Lance Storm was complaining because he said uh, a couple weeks ago on on AEW Thunder Rosa beat Britt Baker in an unsanctioned match. Mm-hmm. But then the very next week, Baker talks about how she should be number one contender. And then the very next week, she was number one contender. And he was like, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, that's because you have to watch all the shows. She went on both both weeks. She was on dark beating women both weeks, both nights, so that she improved her win loss record and earned the shot. Mm-hmm. But people aren't gonna. People are so used to WWE now, where you can just literally take two or three weeks off, come back, and they're going to explain everything to you because Vince thinks that's the directive now. Yep. Vince thinks people are dumb, and you have to explain everything a thousand times over to them instead of. Well, watching Which the show is hilarious because what it's actually doing is well, I don't need to watch her shit every week. Then, yeah, I mean, I think it's actually counterproductive to what I think he the needs them to do. Have proved that it's yeah. hilarious. If you would actually stop doing that, people would have to watch their show. And that's <laughs> not the first time. There have been multiple times where people have bitched about AEW's booking not making sense. But if you're like me and you watch all the shows, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense because Baker it's, did come out the, yeah. after the unsanctioned act, but like, hey. I'm like I'm like two right now or three. I should be one. I should be one. So she's like, you want me to do? And she in this promo, she flat out went, "All right, I mean, wrestle on every show: Elevation, yeah. Dark, Dynamite. I'll she wrestle even, all she that." She even told, in, yeah, in the promo on Dynamite, she's like, "Oh well, I'll wrestle on all three shows every week. I'll be the face so to finally get the number one spot." People are just so used to like. Having it spoon-fed to him. So she won two weeks in a row, and then that following Dynamite, she went, look at me, I just went from four to two. I'll be on these next two weeks' shows. Next two shows, I'll be number one because I'll have a better record. And she beat all the women she needed to beat and got there. Because to them, ranking, it don't matter who she beats. It's just that Ren-Loss record for them. It's it's just like the F2000. You watch the shows. The, you know, week by week, a little thing happens to move things forward. It's not gigantic fucking monster steps all the time. Um, and you know what sucks about that, too, is I'm going on a little vent here. They did it right back then, 
And nowadays they don't they like blow through angles and storylines in like three weeks. However, they still stretch out the feuds to last like four pay per views. Yep. And you're just like, oh, why is this still happening? Because like Bruce always says, like now we have more television time to fill. Like yeah, that should actually make it easier for you. Then <laughs> sure. you could actually slow play storylines. Then can't do that. But you know what we can do is mark out no so yes, the Royal Rumble can. 2000. Watched it today. Ooh. You're in for a treat. But let's mark out no so Madison Square Garden. Mark out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Match number one: Kurt Angle versus TBD. Oh, I'm gonna mark out. It's Kurt Angle. I'll mark out. It is. So I, uh, yeah, I didn't know who it was back then. Yeah? I had no I didn't idea. Sam. I had a so fortunately I know now, but you know for I mean, KFA purposes, I, still, I, yeah. I would still I would still would have marked out, but I had a clue. Um, that was until they bashed it over my head, yeah. and I was like, oh well, there's no clue anymore. <laughs> Fucking Vince. Um, match number two at a tables match. I that opens the pay per view. Yeah, match number two: the Hardys and the Dudleys tables match. Yeah, mark it up. Mark out. out. Have they had a tables match no. before? No. Like like no. in the company? No. no. Breaking ground here. Match Wait, number what? three. No. Oh, no. Match number oh, three. That's backlash. The vaunted Miss no. Rumble Swimsuit Contest. No. It's a hard no for no me, dog. No for me, dog. With such luminaries as judges. As, uh, ironically, not Edge, but Sergeant Slaughter. Chase out. Tony Gurria. Okay. Classy Freddy Blassie. Okay. Andy Richter. Because Andy Richter. <laughs> What about Barry Horowitz? Nope. Because oh. Barry Horowitz. And, of course, Jerry Lawler hosting the thing. Uh, oh, it's a hard pass for me. Dog. Nah, dog. <laughs> I got to be honest. I'm going to have to fight through not just fast-forwarding that bitch. I got to be I'm going to need you to watch it. I'm going to need you to watch it. Okay. I'm sorry. Match number four. Intercontinental title triple threat match. Co-champions Chris Jericho in China and Hardcore Holly. I'll mark out. I will slightly mark out. If Jericho wasn't in the match, I would not be marking out. Yeah, well, that's a given. Unless, unless Holly's been having that. Uh, nah, it's supposed to be Jericho. For me, for me, it would have been if Holly was still doing the uh, when he was trying to be the, trying to find that big show a couple months ago. By the way, this bothers me. I get why they did it, but they edited out part of Hardcore Holly's uh, promo oh. uh, on Raw. Oh yeah, or was was it Raw or SmackDown? I think it was Raw. Could have been SmackDown though. But yeah, and when he was in the room with China. And they were going back and forth a little bit. He says, and I quote, women should be uh, face down and ass up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, you definitely That's weird that out. we were saying that <laughs> both shows on the pay-per-view and the Monday night. <laughs> weird. Wow. Yeah. Uh, all right, then. Okay. And uh, not shocked that it's been yeah. edited out. Yeah. Caused a little controversy at the time, too. A little, little bit. A little bit. Uh, she wasn't very thrilled with the, the promo. Uh, anyway, uh, the tag team titles are on the line, y'all. New Age Outlaws, uh, who are nowhere near their expiration date, against the Acolytes. I'll mark out. I will mark out. I can't possibly mark out. It's, I'm, just, I'm <laughs> done with the Outlaws. <laughs> I'm concerned for the Acolytes. Yeah, they're, they're badass. Yeah. Um, street fight for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Against uh, Cactus Jack. Hard mark out. Mark out. 
And then, of course, the 30-man Royal Rumble with only one possible winner. Mark out, though. <laughs> Hard mark out every year. So this is like the first time that we've marked out for, I will say everything, minus the women's match. I mean, it's part of the show. It's not even a match. So suit match? Yeah. Competition? So yeah. we've, is this like the first pay-per-view that we've marked out from head to toe? Uh, it's probably been a while. It's been so a you while. You guys might have done it since. What, do like, I not count? I didn't mark out for fucking tag title match. Yeah, you've already watched it, so. Oh, yeah. Well, before then, I wasn't marking out before either. Doesn't count. Get Doesn't it count. out. Get it out. Yeah. Doesn't count. So I don't count in this anymore. So no, I'm saying though we can't count it then. We can't count it if you're gonna. Yeah, if you didn't mark out for it, then we can't uh, do it. Way to way to way to tarnish this perfect uh, game. Blame Billy Gunn and his tired ass look in 2000. I'm gonna let him screech. Yeah. I'm gonna blame Andy Richter. <laughs> it's a random appearance. Like, hi, I'm Andy Richter, and it's almost like it wasn't planned. Because oh, Brian Fellow. Hi, I'm Brian Fellow. I'll just break a little kayfabe off for you though. Lawler, like, introduces all the hosts and then goes towards the women. And then he's like, oh, oh yeah, and uh, another host here, Andy Richter. Like, he came out of nowhere. He wasn't even part of the... Maybe he just hopped around. Like, what's up? I'm here now. What's up? Yeah. Let me get a mic, yo. Uh, it was weird. <laughs> I was like, well, show up. What's Ugh. not weird is our favorite part of the show. It's the awards show. Let's start off with best match. Can it be the Acolytes bar fight? <laughs> no. Um, all right, for me, it's the triple threat. That was Ma- mine, too. Main event. That's the best one I had. There wasn't a lot of strong contenders. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> yeah, there wasn't much. There's not much, buddy. It was kind of by default. It was a triple it threat match. It was by match. default, yeah. yeah. I don't want to. Uh, then I'll go with... Jericho, China, and Holly against Two Cool and Ricky. That's fair. Okay. Uh, worst I, didn't, ma- I didn't really like the main event at all. Worst match? Duggan versus Hennig. Uh, the main event on SmackDown. Ooh. Ooh. I really didn't like it. Wow. It was a hat on a hat on a hat. While I understand the booking behind it, it just was tedious and boring, and I knew how it would end because WF and uh, he has his tropes. Jerry Flynn and... That sucked too. Huckleberry. Uh, Fit Finley. Uh, who's your MVP? Got outside the box one. Crash Holly. He was the most entertaining from part of me for the show this week. It was so funny. He was really good. Uh, yeah, there's not a there's not a blowaway guy for mm-hmm. me really uh, from either show. I will go with. God damn it. Fuck, whatever. Um, <laughs> Chris Jericho. Right. I'll give it a crash since, you know, he won't get That's it right. as many often as we think. Uh, crash who, all the love. Uh, who's your motive? Motive. Motive. Yeah. He, was got, he was gassed yeah. just standing on the apron. Yeah, it's motive. The WCW Championship Committee. There you go. It ought to scare the fuck out of Steve Ray that he's the work right now. Yep. Yep. You know what WCW wants? More Stevie Ray. What about you? Oh, I said it's Big T. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> so, guys, WTF? Um, I guess just a general disarray and bullshit of WCW. Just like, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Because um, WF just, uh, they're kind of coasting right now. They've 
They've clearly got a game plan in place. They're executing it nicely. There's a lot of uh, anticipation towards the pay-per-view on uh, Sunday. And, uh, yeah, WWE uh, like, is a dumpster fire. It is weird. You're right. They are coasting, but we don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. They're they just, are just hitting on all cylinders, and it, it looks easy at mm-hmm. this point. Yep. Um, because it is easy. Look at their competition. Uh, mine, we already touched on it. Um, it's vacating three world titles in one week. It is just, my God, man. Have a little pride <laughs> and, and, and pick one. Pick a title, high pride in it. Just one. Wait till April when they vacate all six of them. <sighs> I swear to God, this fucking company. <laughs> I could tell you something right now that would blow your, would literally blow your the head off show. your shoulders, but I'm not going to do it. It would really blow me. Away. No, it would, your head would just evaporate. <laughs> well, I have a WTF, and it goes to young me. What? Huh? Well, Hear me out. This guy put himself over again. <laughs> right. I'm I'm trying to, brother. He's in the in the proud tradition of hosts of these programs. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put myself over, dude. So, guys, fun fact. Ready? I've never seen Royal Rumble 2000. Wow. Pretty I, famous show. I've only seen the Rumble. I've not seen the Jack Triple H match. <gasps> That's a crime. <laughs> oh, now I'm really anticipating this podcast. That's a crime. Uh, I've seen highlights. What is this outlaw macho bullshit? Uh, Wolverine. <laughs> uh, I've, yeah, I've not seen. I think it's Pulp Fiction. I haven't seen the sm- uh, pay per view. Yeah, it's uh, so, that's my real WTF. Fucking good. That's my, I can d- say so that's myself. My, that's my WTF. Is I've not seen this. My only spoiler is that it's a good show. Thank God, you're going to enjoy it. So, Jack, I gotta get a question for you. Yes, you remember the Holocaust? Yeah, it's the exact opposite of that. Oh. That's nice. Hail to Kumar callback. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, no, it's like the Holocaust uh, sold out, yes. <laughs> but better, no. So, well, no, it's still worse. It's still worse. Okay. Yeah. So that brings then to the midweek war stories this week as we're moving on to, to the, the moon. Oh, sorry. To the pay per view war okay. stories as we'll be watching and reviewing the Royal Rumble of the year 2000. So I'm excited for that because, like I said, my first time. Uh, you can go back and listen to all of our podcasts. Our pay-per-view war stories have sold out to hear that Oof. cluster of a dose of W. Listen to us. Don't watch that. It was a great show. Oh, we had a great show. We had a great show. Their show was fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, go back and listen to the Monday Night War stories. The aftermath of that. Once again, another great show with us. Not for Nitro. So uh, go over to uh, nostellentainment.com to listen to find all those or any of our social media websites to find them. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.